it's Monday, which means it's time for our Enterprise at 8. That's right, 8, not 9, 8. Do you know why we're at 9 or not at 9, Dave? Because uh, it's not D-Space 9? That's right. Right, but we we we, we did the last two D Space Nine podcasts at eight. So, oh, how dare you? That's our time slot. Anyway, <laughs> this is Live Long and Podcast Star Trek Enterprise Rewatch Series. It's been oh, hmm, I'm gonna go with probably around twenty years. Twenty years? Yes, Trip. That's right. Twenty years. You know what? It's amazing how he constantly talks to us, but yet he's never here. I miss, uh, and, I, miss I miss the days where Dave was never prepared for that. I know. Now he's like spot on. Now so I know. I'm gonna have Not to write keys. it out of the script and then just randomly throw it in somewhere just so he has to like you, do it. Listen, I, I know you've told me this is Trip who says that. It doesn't yeah. sound it sounds like Archer to me. It's just him well, he's talking to Archer when he says it, but yeah, uh, he is talking to Archer, yeah. Yeah, he's oh, just about well, the whole NX program is gonna be scrapped for a, or twenty years. He goes twenty years? Twenty years. Anyway, oh, that's true. All right. We're sidelined by a sound clip. Anyway, this is, as I said, uh, this is uh, The Forgotten is the episode we're currently looking at. Uh, and it's been about 20 years since this first aired. 20 years? See? Now you're off. That one's for you, Adam. It three times. Like you that one's for you, Adam. All right. Anyway, I'm Jody Simpson, along with my co-host and the man who, if we're lucky, might one day demonstrate his ability to time travel. Adam Woodward. If I'm lucky. If I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm lucky. Yeah. I want to see you do it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, joining Adam and I is Live Long and Podcast, awesome producer, and the man who has happily kicked his trellium addiction, Dave Mater. Are you saying I'm going to have these emotions forever? I'm just going to have to deal with these emotions, Jody? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's more frightening. All right. Anyway, <laughs> and of course, who could forget the man who has an impressive facility for deception, Kevin Millard. That's not me. No, no way. <laughs> it's all I had left, Kevin. <laughs> you got it. Get over it. You got to sign it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, tonight's episode, as I said, is The Forgotten. This is the 71st episode of the series. Uh, this episode is about two members of the Zindi Council offer to stop the launch of a weapon if Archer can prove that the Zindi have been manipulated. The crew holds a memorial for their dead shipmates. Yeah. <clears throat> Good episode. I'm going to come out first. All right. Um, pretty, really strong Enterprise episode. Um Maybe one of my favorites of the series so far. Uh, really? I, 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 I was surprised. I, more so than last episode. And I liked last episode. Um, and I thought, I don't know. What, I'm trying to figure out what the reasons were. I just think, I think that the storyline with Trip was felt real. I thought mm. that some of the, uh, the the conflict between Flux and Trip was good, uh, you know, and, and Paul getting involved, and and then Trip telling off the Zindi guys, you know, uh, like Degra and whoever, um, and then them teaming up to defeat the Zindi reptilians near the end, you know, I thought was an interesting, 
uh, twist, uh, you know, because he's like, I can't kill my own people. Actually, I can. Yeah. <laughs> not that hard. Yeah, he got over it quick. He's like, I um, can kill up to seven million of them before I look kind of bad. Uh... Yeah, yeah. These are these are peanut numbers compared to what you know, big genocidal numbers that I'm uh, used to. If you're Degra, so uh, yeah, like I, I don't know, really good. I thought it was really well done. I thought that um, you know Malcolm tried to kill himself again and yeah, nearly succeeded. And uh, uh, the problem is he fails at everything. Yeah, yeah. He did open the uh, the hatch. Right. Yeah, you think you might want to take an engineer with you on that spacewalk? You know, not a tactical guy uh, who guy who runs the armory. With with all due respect, it has one. Like it's it's a hatch. He only had to open it, and he couldn't even do that. Yeah, and look what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Engineers are more valuable than him doing that job. <laughs> right, he was expendable, so they brought him along. Yeah, um, they are in a war, though. You think you need your armory officer? Why do you take Seth MacFarlane, who's also in this episode? Um, you <laughs> nice know, he's, yeah, apparently not a very good engineer, or not. Like, yeah, I think, I think Davin must love this episode because he fucking Seth MacFarlane gets yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I the same thing. Seth MacFarlane was on the show. I think he had a role. role no, he, he was there. He, was he, was there. he, he only has a couple yeah. lines. Um, I, I pulled the clip uh, here where he's just yeah, like, he's getting there's a micro fracture in the magnesium jacket. That's why it ruptured. I ran a pressure test. Tell it to the man lying in sick bay. Test him again, all of them. Aye, sir. <laughs> See, I just picture, I just picture like Trip yelling at a dog. Like, that's <laughs> kind of what, what it was like. It was like him yeah. yelling at his old dog you know you dumb seth mcfarland dog but that's in brian brian it's in brian well of course like uh when i see this uh, in this episode i was like oh seth mcfarland goes on to be captain ed mercer on the uss orville have you ever seen that show the orville it's excellent it's it's more star trek than some star trek shows and uh it's more star trek than discovery yeah yeah, or than some of these seasons of Picard, so um, it's uh, it's it's really good. Um, I, I I I like I'm not a huge Family Guy fan, or even American Dad, or a lot of his stuff. Like it's okay, but um, you know, we, he's a fellow Star Trek fan, and I respect that. And he you know went as far to create his own Star Trek show, The Orville. Um, even though he tried to pitch them his own Star Trek series, and they turned him down, so he just went off and made that instead. Yeah, I don't know if you want Seth MacFarlane to touch your brand, though. Uh, well, that they, Paramount like agreed with you, and they didn't let him. So yeah. they instead, instead he went to Fox, and he made the. Uh, but the in a way, I'm kind of glad they did that because the Orville is its own thing, and I like it's it. different. Yeah, it's yeah. its own it's thing, different. and it, 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 it's, do... it's like normal people working on a starship. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 less it's less fancy, I guess, is a good way to look at it. I could not see the Seth MacFarlane says he was Sam... the engineer that was getting yelled at by Trip in the episode in the hallway. Yeah, he's hallway. asking us if we have we heard about the wildfires in Nova Scotia. I have, unfortunately. Yes, we yes. did. Yeah. I have yeah. I, we yeah, have family and friends stay safe and in the area. Um as uh, my clan claims heritage for Nova Scotia. And of course, <laughs> yeah. but uh it's up in like this part of Nova Scotia. I have no relatives actually. So I've got, got two three people I know now that have been evacuated. So yeah, Ashley's yeah. brother and his family have all been evacuated. Oh, is he in, they're in that area too? Yeah, I have probably, no family probably, there. So. They've probably lost their house. Oh, man, that's sad to hear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's not where Davin, it's kind of, Murphy said it's kind of where he lives or where he's. No, no, it, it's a. That's still pretty far where he was showing. Yeah, it's just sort of 
Anyways, just outside of Halifax. Just outside of, north of Halifax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, north of Halifax. North mind. of Bedford, even. So, which is part of Halifax. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, you I, know, back, hope, prayers, back. all that stuff. Uh, and Sam has Sam a cousin in Halifax. I have like 15 cousins, Sam, in Halifax. Um, Dave, not five. everything is a competition. I, well, I'm yeah. winning against True. Sam in the cousin <laughs> competition. True. <laughs> my, my mother comes from Dartmouth. So there's oh, a well, there you go. I didn't know that, Adam. So maybe uh, you guys are related somehow. Maybe. Maybe you, know. you probably are oh, if you both have family if, from Nova Scotia. Uh, like, well, <laughs> I when I did my family you tree, can for like, what you want, but anyway. I could trace it back like hundreds of years in Nova Scotia, right. and then I'm this like, "This isn't an anthology, uh, you know, series here, buddy." Okay, let's get back. But we were talking. I about thought we were going to get to how Dave is royalty. Yeah, well, we haven't got to oh, that part yet. Don't start you know? on that. <laughs> anyway. If you do not see Seth MacFarlane though in this episode, Sam, I'm in luck because I have screenshots of this episode. That we, we will show you through. Seth MacFarlane when he. We will show here. you where Seth MacFarlane shows up. Although it's brief. Anyway, let's get on with this, guys. Starts off with this uh, speech here as a funeral for the 18 who died, yeah, which, I, which I, I I liked Archer during this. I thought it it seemed sincere. It was nice. I, I always find it fascinating though. Like actually. This is interesting to me because you have a crew of 80. Well, now it's probably what? 80 minus 18, so 62. But they don't have a room. Like They have the room where they watch the movies. They have the gym. And they have the gym, but they don't have a a conference center. I mean, I guess the ship isn't big enough. But I I just found it kind of... Is it supposed to be all 80? How many people are here? Well, Uh, not 80, not 60. Well, there'd be about 60 because they lost almost... Realistically, they lost almost a quarter of their. I'd say there's like maybe forty people there. So, well, presumably somebody has to fly the ship while. They're well, there's still the... people who are doing things, and yeah. we can't. And okay, I, I thought it was interesting that some of the officers got to be up on the upper level, but like Hoshi and Travis, no, they they're gonna be in the bottom level along here with Flocks. They're they're gonna look down as, uh, but it's like it's so Trip and Reed and Tapal and um, and and. Trip, yeah, and Archer are up, are up on the top. As Trip or Archer, Archer gives us to make sure everybody knows he's still in charge. Oh yeah, he's still in charge. That's they're looking up in with reverence. Uh, but I liked his little speech. I thought his speech was good. His speech was really good, actually. I, I just yeah. I, I, coming back to where they do these conferences, like if you remember the motion picture too, they were all standing up in a, in a room as yeah. well. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's on Earth before they go up. Yeah. Enterprise is a tough ship. It's a tough ship. You better watch out. And uh, and he's like, for the 18. For the 18. For the 18. Who died. You know? Uh, so they have the, so uh, another, well, like, the most that people have died. I don't know what Dave's had today, but I want some of it. Just enthusiasm for Star Trek Enterprise, Jody. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, that's all. They thought maybe um, it was a glug glug kind of thing. No, I wish. Um, <laughs> anyway, so come after the credits. Um, we're, we're after. Uh, I agree. I love the speech Archer gives at the beginning. It's like I'm like I need more of this. I needed this in like season two. Oh, or even before like- I forget, I want to mention the makeup on on Archer is fantastic. I love the bruising on the side of his face. They yeah, did a really scene. good job on that. Yeah, yeah. He's. I'm like, like somebody really out. did beat the hell out of him, Jody. I think. <laughs> Everybody's like makeup is pretty good. And I mean, it really shows again that they, the ship has been through hell. They're working yeah. to get things back in order. Yeah, they're nobody's tired. clean. Everybody's they're, dirty. Yeah, they're tired. They're sweaty. They, they just, don't got time for this. Yeah. They have substance abuse issues. Well, she she's she's in withdrawal at this point. 
Right. She's trying to kick the habit. They need to give her some um, trillium uh, methadone or something. But so. but I did notice that at the beginning of this episode, like as Archer's talking and stuff, if you notice, he's not very well lit. And then later they light him to really show you how like messed up his face is and stuff. It's like it looked really cool. Yeah, he's he's so he's so on edge. Like it, uh, yeah. like it's the performance. You can kind of see and, a little bit there, yeah. Yeah, the performance and the way he's written, I really enjoy. The fact that he has mm-hmm. no time. Like that Archer is clearly. But, let's step back for a second, guys. Remember back in season one. <laughs> yes. Compared to this Archer now, very like, different. Wow, total transformation, right? I gotta yeah. say though, he does transform in this episode to be the leader again to give his crew the support they need. Yes, I, I, you know, he comes in a little bit shaky, but let's face it, he's being beat up. The ship is a disaster. He's lost 18 crew member, but he, he does. Planet might get blown up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like Trip is is um, in that in the scene in the scene before this, he's he's like challenging him a little bit, right? He's like, we should wait, and we should, or in this scene, yeah, it's we should scene. wait. And we're in rough shape. And Archer just looks at him and goes, I've made my decision. Yeah. Like, yeah. I loved it. how he said that too. I've made yeah. my decision. He's like, and the done. rest of them are just like, yeah, we've heard the, we've heard him say that before. So yeah. we're just going to move on. Um, okay. And the, the big thing that's also set up in this episode or in this scene in particular, in the beginning of the episode after the credits is that um, a crewman died. One of, one of, um, or a few people, they found a few of the bodies that were missing um deco- in the decompressed section um the one the, i can't remember her name the one except for uh, those three that flew out though taylor it's a taylor it's like specialist taylor or something like yep, that was the, like the woman that. who died she was an eps specialist and so uh one of his people so archer says uh, i want you to write a letter to the family like something to say you know yeah and about he's like her. i don't have time for this yeah i'll give it i'll delegate it to one of my my middle management engineers and he's like no i want you to do it i told you to do it yeah, I know. So, um, and Trip doesn't really want to do it. And that's a big part of this episode is he's not, he's, he, he's not, he's, but he also well, gets the feeling, Dave, this is his first time doing this. Like he's never right. had to do anything no. like this. Right. You know, they're, they've gone from like explorers to, you know, soldiers being attacked now and now they're full at war. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And no, pirates. And, and pirates. pirates. Yeah. Remember, they, they stole that guy's engine last episode, the Illyrians, you know, so uh, they are getting their hands dirty, so to speak, you know, through all this. But but right. what they signed on for, I mean, I'm sure if they were going out to battle, they would never have put these guys on the Enterprise. Like, No, no, these are not the people that you send out for war. <laughs> no, they, they were never meant to be. It would be like yeah. if we sent astronauts, uh, astronauts to, you know, fight our battles. It would Yeah, be exactly. I, but, you know, they're doing, you know, amazingly well, considering. It's a good but. thing we have a space force. <laughs> well, we, we don't, but the Americans we don't, do. But, um, yeah, so the, the uh, amount of money we can, though. Uh, episodes written by Chris Black and David A. Goodman, directed by LeVar Burden. Forge, LeVar Burden. Um, yeah, actually, so, the next the next stretch is we get we get Lavar Burton, we get um, Roxanne Dawson again, and then we also get um, um, Robert what's Tessa his name? McNeil? Yeah, McNeil. Yeah, so yeah, we get McNeil yeah. as well in the next coming episodes. So uh, this this next scene in sick bay here is a following up on last episode with Paul and her uh, trillium and, uh, and Flox is like, oh well, you're almost you're almost clear of like it being in your system right but she's still having withdrawal symptoms and she's not she's not getting back to the way she was before she, like she's pulling a data 
Yeah. I have an emotion chip now. And he's like, well, you're going to have to manage this. You know, like Flox is very, I like, I like Flox. Um, th this scene with her and also with later on with Trip, where he orders him to go to bed. Um, it's some good, he, some he's, good. he's the most consistent uh, crew member, on, you know, on, on the Enterprise. I mean, even during this crisis, he's still the same guy. Like he's, yeah, yeah he's still caring. He does exactly what he would, yeah. you would expect him to do. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and very and, reliable. And, and to Paul, is it going to him as much? It feels like as she's going to him as much as a friend as she's going to him as um, a doctor. Well, and this does develop, yeah, because well, we see it a lot in the in the fourth season. Actually, we see a lot of you know, kind of the two of them together. She, he almost turns into like a father figure for her uh, uh, later on yeah. in the series. Yeah, it, it works well. Uh, you know, obviously we've talked before that the, the two aliens on the ship, so all good. Um, yeah, they have that connection to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was good. I enjoyed that. And then the next scene was this, uh, I don't know, the Enterprise is looking for Degra, I guess, you know? So they're like, well, we're finding some breadcrumbs here, Captain. And, oh, and uh, and then they start going through, like, the expanse here. And the warp, like, and it starts... Stupid anomalies show up again. Yeah, it starts messing with the engine. And uh, I love oh, a trip. Hey, this isn't a good time. This, this is not a good time for this. Yeah, you this know? isn't a good time for this. <laughs> Stop flying through anomalies. Yeah. And he's just like, stand by, trip. Just, it's all good. You know? <laughs> now we know why we don't see a lot of Mayweather because he spends a lot of his time probably avoiding trip. Well, listen, I, I noticed another Captain Archer habit in this episode. I, I could not take if I was Mayweather. And oh, you, him over his shoulder? Yes, that's micromanaging it. him as the helmsman. Yes. Oh yeah. my god, I would. I would be if I was Mayweather. You would you like to ship? fly the ship, Captain? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, sit in your chair for once. Please. You got a captain's chair. Come on. <laughs> he likes to walk. We all he know that. To, not not just walk around, but he, like he wants to fly the ship. Clearly, he's hovering right over his shoulder. It's terrible. Yeah. So Degra's ship shows up. Degra's ship comes out of the, like the the sphere cloaking field or whatever it is, uh, and it, we don't even see Degra yet. There's just like it's just like a follow us. So they do, and they fly into the um, the portal. Yeah, and here here we get a shot here of Archer over uh, his shoulder. He's like, "You stay with him." Uh, Travis and whatever he's like, uh huh. I can't wait for my shift to be over. okay. You know, <laughs> and then coming out he's here, like, what am I? When did I turn into a glorified Uber driver? <laughs> right, even Uber drivers get to get more autonomy. Um, and then uh, yeah, they it's another sphere, I guess, that they're into. I love the shot as it's coming out of the conduit though, or whatever it is yeah, that it's going cool. into, because then you see all the battle damage and stuff. It is brutal. Like yeah, like that one there just. It's Swiss cheese, um, man. Like it's brutal. Uh, let's see if I can make it uh, bigger there. There you go. Um, yeah, the ship's pretty beat up for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then Dagger shows up and they dock together. I think is what the was the next moment here. Uh, yeah, you can see yeah how how bad Enterprise is doing. Yeah, like uh, even the nacelles are like crumpled up and stuff. It's <laughs> it's like oh jeez. Yeah. This is like like when they're not anywhere near a space dock and they got to fix this. This is just horrific. They're in bad shape. Really bad, yeah. Um, well, now you know why Trip's so pissed off all the time. It's so how bad. What are they supposed to do? How are they going to accomplish this? They couldn't even get fucking phase cannons working in a few weeks when their <laughs> ship was perfect. Yeah, in condition. <laughs> it's so bad that uh, T'Pol has to eat pizza now. 
you know. Well, <laughs> and replicators don't really exist on the no. big level right now, do they? No. no. So they some of their food stores might have been either destroyed or whatever, you know. Or well, they're eating MREs later on. You see yeah. in the episode they're eating MREs. So. Yeah. But the sixty so a lot of this episode too is like Archer talking to uh Degra and the Zindi arboreal dude. Um uh, about like wh- how he's gonna convince them because he told them like z- you know the sphere builders are bad they're going to destroy our species and and so they're, they're they're basically just asking for evidence and we see throughout this episode that the arboreal guy is very skeptical like i don't know if that's well right. and that's consistent though because ever since they they they're the skeptics of of the zindi like every single time we've had a discussion with him in it he's the deceptive he's the one that's like no that's not right you know <laughs> right so. but but that 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 zindi arboreal guy the other guy that he met on the planet like many episodes ago he oh, was the one that he was the, well he was a bit skeptical but like he did win him over a lot easier it seemed like you know uh without yeah. a lot less i better. have to say i like degra's character more now um i didn't like degra when they first brought him in but um i i, I he's growing on me a bit Good performance. Listen, I, I I like the idea of you know him willing to listen at least. He's not yeah. you know willing to blow up a planet essentially without some proof. And now he's got mistrust for the you know for his own race. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, culture, I guess. Uh yeah, no, I, I think I like that Degra is like you think a guy who invented this thing would want to see it used, but it's really, he's not, you know, it's only, it's, he's not the warmonger of the Zindi, you know, even though he's, uh, who is the guy who like developed the atomic bomb for the Manhattan project? Like Oppenheimer. 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 So he, I feel like, of worlds. yeah, I think Degra's meant to be the open, the Oppenheimer here, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, there's the MREs there. Yeah. This is the scene here where T'Pol has to eat pizza or get the MRE pizza. She goes over to talk to um, Trip and what's left here of the mess hall, which has also been beat up and you know well done in terms of like they did the stuff in Voyager too, but like it uh, like mm-hmm. really beating up the ship. But they they're doing a good job here. And Trip has to write this letter. He's continuing to try to write this letter to the um, the engineer's uh, parents, the the one that passed away, and he's not getting past. Um, I regret to inform you. That's the only thing he's able to write. And um, and he needs and DePaul like says you look really tired. You should get some rest. And he's like I can't rest. I haven't slept in two days. But I'm trying to keep the ship together. He's just working uh, overtime would be a polite way of putting it. So, but he doesn't want to slow down. And, and <coughs> DePaul recognizing this, I think. Well, I think she'll eventually just report him to Flocks. He will relieve him of duty. But she can see how 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 rough he, shape he is. Well, the Flocks conversation is fantastic in this episode. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, is there an alarm that goes off? Something goes off and they have to, they spill the coffee and they run away here. There's an explosion on the ship. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane fucked things up. Yeah. It's all Seth MacFarlane's fault. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. This guy got his arm burned here, you know, and, uh, and this is where Tripp's yelling at him. He's like, what did you do? You know, uh, we see that. Oh, no, maybe it's, it comes a little later here because we yeah, see, we see later, the beginning, yeah. the beginning of the, um, of the, uh, is it a plasma leak? I guess um, that turns into a big plasma fire, but it's it's starting to really uh, burst from the seam here. So it's like a bit of a slow burn. So there was one thing that I thought they were going to use. And I'm sort of glad they didn't. But Flux was complaining that Trip took away the, the you know the crews that were supposed to fix the sick bay. Yeah, and 
you know, I, I thought they were going to come around and they were going to lose this guy because they didn't have working equipment or something. But yeah, yeah, no, it, did, it didn't end up being. Um, and so after that, like after the initial explosion, that kind of starts the issue that they'll have to fix later. Uh, we get Archer giving the proof to um, the, to the, the to Degra and the Zindi Arboreal guy with these dead reptilians. Remember those reptilians that came back? And I thought, I'm like, aren't they in the brig? Yeah, you know, no, they were in the morgue, guys. Yeah, they were so, dead. <laughs> they were dead. These are the uh, same ones from when they traveled back, right? Yeah, or are these different ones. Yeah, these are the Detroit these, Zindi, I guess. These are the Detroit ones. So one of them is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I guess. Well, uh, dies in everything. I don't, <laughs> well, he didn't die in Walking Dead, so yeah, he didn't die uh, what in Walking Dead. Spoilers. Dead. So. Oh, sorry. Uh, I spoiled a show that ended what a year ago. Yeah, it has eleven seasons, but you know, whatever. Wow. Uh, Twelve. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, the Arboreal's well, well. series too. So I don't think I'm spoiling. So he shows them that he shows them the dead Zindi reptilians, who they claim they even know they like are acquaintances of at least. You know, small world the Zindi. Uh, but the Arboreal guys, like, he's still. I want to know how they can determine who they are. They all look the same. <laughs> well, oh. that's racist. Uh, I don't. I don't care. The Zindi, look, the, the Zindi reptilians all look the exact same. Like, it's like they're all wearing rubber masks or something. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, he's like, "You want more proof? I'll show you." So I thought he was going to take him to uh, Daniel's quarters with all. Yeah, the that's what I first technology. thought too when I saw this. Yeah, but no, it's some other room with. Um, I guess some of the technology. Well, that another... that's the machine that was in Detroit. So they brought this back from Detroit, and then they just locked it up. Well, not only that though, they've even like left it plugged in, so they like <laughs> turn it on eventually. <laughs> yeah, so he turns it on. He pulls out this metal Which is tube. The bio, this is the bioweapon machine, right? Like this. Is yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what yeah. they say. And then he's like, "Well, this is a Zindi metal tube. If I've ever seen one, uh, you know, <laughs> it looks very Zindi to me." I'm gonna get my people to verify. Just, just if that's okay. Oh, yeah, and there's here's Seth MacFarlane. There's Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. So he then he shows up, but this is I guess the aftermath of the little explosion where he's like, uh, "Yeah, oh, well, I, we played the clip once. Why not?" So twice? I love that everybody else has messy hair or dirty faces. But Seth MacFarlane's like perfect. Well, that's because well, he doesn't yeah. do anything. So Seth MacFarlane's been here the entire time, and we've never seen him. Apparently, yeah, uh, we've seen him before. Um, he's Almost one of the eighty crew members was, on this ship. He was in you know? one of the other episodes as well. Right, but this is where I, I just like him yelling at Seth MacFarlane. There's a micro fracture in the magnesium jacket. That's why it ruptured. I ran a pressure test. Tell it to the man lying in sick bay. Test them again, all of them. Aye, sir. Yeah. Do your damn job, Brian. He's like, I, I did what you I'm supposed to do. He's like, you suck at this. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and he yells at. And this is where Flock shows up to say, Hey, maybe you, maybe you're a little burned out. Maybe you need to go uh, have a nap. When was the last time you slept? <laughs> And he's like, yeah. when we were attacked. <laughs> oh. That was two days ago. Oh, no. He said that with, uh, that was with T'Pol. Hello. Yeah. Oh, Dave's apparently. I had a buzz in Benny. Sorry. Oh. Um, Damn that, Benny. Uh, anyways, I, I like this conversation here where he's like, yeah, uh, guess what, uh, Trip? You're relieved. I'm taking you off duty. And he's like, what? The ship's about to blow up. You know? No, my favorite is the, the captain's waiting for you. I am aware of that. I'm aware. I am, yeah, because yeah, he gets after he relieves. I mean, he says you. Uh, they negotiate like how much sleep here. Like, yeah. He's like he needs six, and he's like yeah. four hours, not a minute. He's like, I'll do two, and he's like, no, four minimum. Don't show up a minute before. Yeah, yeah. But but this is where you see 
you know, the power of the doctor. I can actually take you off duty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But being Phlox, he does it the most pleasant way. Well, and Phlox also is always trying to work for the greater good. So he knows like taking him completely off is a bad idea. So, you know, negotiate with him, get a couple hours sleep into him and. Yeah, and they always flirt with the doctor relieving people, but it's rare that they do. Yeah, right. Yes, I and mean, he 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 only what he gives them like a couple hours here. A couple like, hours, but it doesn't even hours. feel like he's doing it. Like you know, by the end of it, it's like Trip's decision. Yeah. Well, I think Flox wanted Trip to have that. Well, Trip's like if you if you uh, no Flox is like if you collapse of exhaustion, you know that's not good. You're, you're no help to anybody. We yeah. do we do need you, but but you're you know you're not a machine, so yeah. you gotta you gotta relax. Um, so, uh, yeah, very pleasant. You're right. Uh, in his delivery here. And then he kind of sends a uh, trip on his way. Oh, he's not happy about it. And then he even like turns back here and trips. Yeah. Like, he's like that way, you know, and, uh, <laughs> I love how they had that little stare down though. That was good. Yeah. That was good. I, I love that, you know, trip will do anything for Archer. Like he'll, you know, how, how, you know, how, how should I, how high should I jump, you know, captain kind of thing. And, with everyone else, he's pretty, but he's pretty miserable. Yeah. Yeah, but but Flox just takes his time. You know, the captain's waiting for you. I know. You can wait. Yeah. You can wait. <laughs> it's not like there's some like the Zindi uh, guys waiting for me. Yeah. Anyway, so we see here that the the leak in the hull um, with the plasma gets more intense here. Just just when our chief engineer is ordered to bed, uh, you know, this happens. Right. Why does it so. go from blue to green though? It, I don't think it's caught on fire yet. It's not on fire. So it seems like when oh, plasma's, okay. so the green is on the fire then. A okay. plasma. Yeah. When plasma is on fire, it's green. But I guess when it's not, it's bluish. So um, that's probably why the nacelles are. Yeah. But anyway, so they're, they're giving more information about the sphere builder guy in sick bed. This is what uh, flocks have been called down by Captain Archer to say, look, we found the sphere builder guy. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's just like the woman who gives us who told us that um, uh, Earth was going to destroy us in the future. So we have to destroy you. Oh, that's weird. And uh, I've been kind of explained that they're from the trans-dimensional realm, that they that they built the spheres. That's why they call the sphere builders. Uh, they are they're reshaping the, the expanse so that it will be compatible for their species and not compatible for anybody from this. I universe. like I like Degra's reaction though when he finds out that uh, Enterprise actually has an internal uh, picture of uh, of one of the spheres. Uh, he's just like he's dumbfounded. He's like, "Oh, wow! You have How did that? You get this, yeah, right." Because they've been studying the the spheres for a long time, but Archer just happened to find the one that had a crack in it, and they could get in. So, and so. You, you get real sense here now. There's a collaborative kind of effort going on between the two. You know, Degra and well, Archer. I think that's the moment where well, Degra realizes that this actually can be a very mutual relationship when it comes exactly. to information. I, I, so, I think you you've moved on from now. They're the enemy now too. He's like, All oh right. wait, we do have a common enemy, you know. Well, well and I like they do say here too, like we're impressed that you have s- such like um, such extensive databases and stuff on this warship. And yeah. they explain to him, no, this is a this is not a warship of exploration. This isn't yeah. a warship, right? Right, like they're yeah, and then Degger says some line along later on or something, or maybe it was at this conversation where he's like, "Well, maybe we no, can." No, it's make, the same scene. That that... Again. Yeah. yeah, it comes later. It comes in the command center later on, right? But um, well, it's interesting too with the Zindi being five species, and these are two of the five, and we know that the insectoids and the reptilians are more like pro kill all humans, and the uh, aquatics, I guess, are the 
swing vote or the, the middle ground between the two sides. Whereas, you know, arboreals and, and primates seem to be more, a little bit more level-headed, not as aggressive. Yeah. You know? Um, then we have uh, this scene here with Trip finally gets his nap. Uh, but what happens when you sleep? You have dreams. And he goes into this dream. This was a very, very interesting dream. I, I quite like this sequence. Yeah, I didn't really realize it was a dream at first. Uh, although when she shows up, it's obviously a dream because this is the dead um, crewman, uh, the one he's trying to write the letter to the family. Her name Taylor again. She was, uh, and I thought this was a good scene. I really liked. I, uh, you know, I, I think it would have been better had we got to know her maybe on the show. You know, but yeah, it would have been more what, impactful for the audience. But I, I, but I don't think they either. Like, like you said, like Seth MacFarlane, first time we saw him, maybe the second, but we don't know any of the, like, a Next Generation, we knew some of the back crew. Like, we knew right. Ensign Burke, we knew uh, a couple others. Even but, on Voyager, right? Which was yeah. a ship uh, with twice as many people as, as Enterprise. And, Honestly, and, we don't even really know the bridge crew on this one. <laughs> well, like, good point. Good point. <laughs> Very yeah, true. like in Next Gen, there was always, you know, there was a couple regulars that would like, you know, shift rotation and stuff. And, you know, they would sit down at the spots where like Jordy. Remember that engineer that spilled uh, some tea or something on Castle? Sonia Bear. Gomez went on yeah, becoming a captain. Gomez. She ended up becoming a captain. Mm -hmm. yeah. We should, we forgot to include her in our tier rankings. Oops. Um, and then anyway, so yeah, but this is a scene where he's like, oh, I'm dreaming. And she's like, well, why can't you write the letter? Why can't you tell them that you were my friend? And uh, but he's also dealing with the grief of his sister's death. That's often like in the fact that she reminds him of his sister is a big crux of this. Well, I think the reason the main reason why we have this scene is number one, obviously, to show the mental health of Trip, but more so, I think we're, we're showing her face to make sure we know that it's not her face that we see in the last scene. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of a way to set the audience up to make sure, because at this point, I don't know about you guys, but I don't remember a damn thing about what his sister looked like. So well, we just saw it, her. We just it was in the previously her. on though. It was yeah, like previously the, on. Well, right? I was in the previously on part. Yeah, I guess. But the, but, but, yeah, we, you don't always have that. What, right, what, I will, <laughs> well, what I will say though, is that, I mean, he's been carrying this anger now for, I don't know how long in the nine in the months, story. nine months, yeah. 10 months. Yeah. Since they've this been is, now it's, it's really coming out, and he well, and if yeah. you remember, he was really angry when they first got into the expanse, like he was yeah. gung ho. He was, he's like, We're gonna hunt these guys down, show yeah, we're gonna, up, right? we're gonna yeah. destroy. Well, I think there's a bit of that's why he's so angry, too. Is like because now he might be seeing, Well, maybe we're going another path, yeah. He's, he doesn't want peace, you know. Um, so well, he, so wants, he, he wants revenge for his wants revenge first and then peace, yeah, you know. Um, and, and so he wakes at this up, point, they're starting to work with these guys. Like it's you know that's got to be frustrating. I guess so. Yeah, I would imagine so. Like if you know, if, uh, like because everybody died on Earth, like seven million people died for nothing. Yeah. You know, like so. I wonder if that plaque in the background there is going to come up in fun facts because we've seen that damn thing before. I, I just can't know. remember where I've seen it. On his indie ship. Um, no, it's it's been in another series, but I don't know what it is. But. This is the scene between but uh, comes up next between Degra and the Arboreal, where he's like, uh, Degra's like, why wouldn't you believe Archer? And then the Arboreal's guy, like, his evidence is circumstantial. It's not concrete. Um, it's, it, you know, why are you so eager to trust him? You know? Um, and well, because Degra feels guilt. Degra feels guilt. We already know that. So, 
Yeah. And, but, and Degra's, but Degra wants to believe Archer, you know, he's, he's, he, he, he doesn't want to be responsible for genocide. I don't know why this arboreal would, you know, but he also, but the arboreal guy's like, uh, remember the sphere builder lady, she's done a lot of good for us, Cindy. Right. We don't, we're not even really told what that, what those things are other than forming no. the council. Like, you know, yeah, but, they form the council. That was so it. They, but it's a very like mismatch alliance. I don't know of these Zindi species uh, who don't lo- largely don't seem to get along. But anyway, well, and you almost get you almost get kind of a, a, an impression of that they were really bad off until the sphere builders showed up. So that's the reason why they're kind of following them. Yeah, yeah. I guess more. I just want a little bit more of that filled in. But it would be um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we're starting to get to know these indie characters, you know, slowly, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, we go over to the command center here with uh, this is with Tapal and Degra, and uh, who might Shepard. be the dirtiest she's ever been in this show. <laughs> yeah, she's got a lot of smudge, smudge on her face in this one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like this is the one we're trying to get the, the information on the sphere builders and and the spheres, and and uh, they're trying to fix it. And and this is where like you know Trip starts just really jawing off at uh, at, at Degra. About you know, oh well, you know, you killed a few more of us, or you know, uh, or when you were blasting our ship, you know, but they would all be dead if it wasn't for Degra because Degra and the Royal were the ones who got the they got them called off, yeah, yeah, got that attack called off. They would easily be dead, you know, if that didn't happen. So they kind of need, they kind of owe Degra um, here, you know, he's a he's a, a needed ally. But Trip's Trip is going to kind of you know be very confrontational in this. Yeah, scene. he gives them the biz. Gives him the biz, and Degra, I think, is takes it pretty well, you know. Um, uh, and it, it well, falls. I think Degra also knows what he's done. He he's he's not happy with the outcome. Like he's like, oh crap, I killed like seven million people, and there was children in there, and like he he gets it. He he knows what the load is on. Like, it. can can he really atone for his crime? No, no he can't atone, but he can. But he can he do can what he can to stop it from happening it. again. You can stop from killing nine billion people, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, well, actually, like, I'd imagine the population's even more now. But yeah, it'd be even more know. at that point. But World World War Three, Jody, don't forget. Oh, that's so, right. Yes, there was people wiped so, out as well. Um, uh, anyway, so then Archer shows up in the middle of Trip <laughs> going on his little soapbox here. <laughs> um, I think Archer's like, get out, or you know, uh, send no, it was to Paul that was all. Oh yeah, Paul's telling him to shut up. Yeah, she's like the captain's trying to get his trust. Don't you get it? You know? Yeah. Uh he's like, whatever. I don't care. And then and then just at that moment, this 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 the the flame the plasma leak finally. I don't even know how they didn't know about this until it caught on fire. That, that no was sensors the, not working. But all next Tuesday. The Zindi would detect this. Well, the Zindi should be able to detect that, yeah. Yeah, you know, and then it then it That's ignites. A good point, actually, I never thought of that. The Zindi should have actually. Been well, wait, wait, wait a second. They asked. They did ask Archer if he wanted help. He said no. Yeah. So. He's serious. Like, yeah. why? Why in hell? They've got a functioning ship outside. Yeah. Outside, they could eat. Like, anyway, I just was like, why wouldn't you take the help? Yeah. In fact, uh, that, that would have shown that, that they're working together even better. I wish they would have done that. Right. Yeah, but that's they, a good point. They don't go there. Uh, yeah, so we, this thing lights on fire. It's kind of right near, I guess, the impulse engines. And Trip then on the bridge here gives the kind of explanation of what's going on. This is like pretty much the same section that uh, Archer and Malcolm went out to in that Romulan episode. It's like the same yes. size of the hull, too. 
It's like yeah. right in front of the the the, um, the impulse manifold. That's well, they already had the set. I guess it's a set, yeah. So that's why they did it. Um, yeah. So they like we have to, we can only access it from outside. We have to go into spacesuits, and and this is where Reed's like, I'll go, even though I'm completely unqualified for this. I'm qualified to die. And I well, really Reed's dead. like Reed's like there might be mines out there. <laughs> yeah, if there's a Romulan mine that's gonna stick hope, me in the leg, I hope he remembered to go to the bathroom before he got his suit on. <laughs> doubtful um no, so so those two head out you know um so we're kind of we're kind of cutting away from the cgi back to like the practical and back to the cgi i think okay. they did a good job with that though works for, okay in this, for a 20 year old special effect this is actually pretty good i thought not bad uh the, the sp when the spacesuits move more like robotically it's not it's less it's it's not as um jarring as when you see like just people walking without suits i guess yeah and gravity boots and all that um and so yeah like so there i was like is it safe to be near this fire uh doesn't this thing have radiation well and that's the thing like it, at the beginning you're like oh they're just gonna walk up to this thing and put it out okay and then i'm like wait a second will this could be really hot hey jody what's that will reed become number 19 yeah I'm oh, yeah for the 19 uh yeah because we know that these like um plasma fire remember when jody laforge and beverly crusher got stuck near a plasma fire and they had to put it out because the radiation was gonna kill oh them. in the in the in the uh cargo bay in disaster yeah that was in disaster uh, yeah yeah, but I this watched that the other day, actually. The suits would protect them from the radiation. Within it's reason. Not, it's not just Within. to provide But air. I don't think it's the radiation that's the issue here. I think it's the heat. It's But how can the heat transfer through the vacuum of space? <coughs> well, same reason why there's explosions, I guess. Well, I, I well you're, seeing, you're seeing heat transfer right there. The plasma yeah. fire is heat transferring. Right. So, uh, and I anyway, so they, so they, they, they split up and they start like taking panels off. The one that, uh, uh, trip asks Reed to do is fuse shot, you know, and they're kind of giving information back. I have a bit of a problem about the design of these panels though. It looks yeah. like it's two push buttons and then the panel comes off basically. Well, when you're flying around in a spaceship, you're hitting like debris hitting the hall all the time. Like I polarize always... the hall. Well, yeah, I guess, but does that also mean they're protecting all these little buttons? I don't know, maybe. There um, must be thousands of buttons on the. They on just the let the they thing. just let the, the panel fly away afterwards. They don't even try to get back. Well, so. Reed did because Reed didn't yeah. care. Reed's like, that's I what really I thought care. too. It's not my job to fix like, this. I'm like, you're you running out of ship. Why yeah. are you throwing pieces of ship away? <laughs> yeah, shouldn't you like <laughs> hold on to that? Yeah, I think you're gonna need We've that. Got enough problems right now. We have to go find this piece now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> buying a reusable coffee cup and like just throwing it out right away. It's like, what did you do here? Like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, but, anyway. but like, you see them sweating inside their suits, so they're like the heat is coming through space, hitting into their suit and warming them up at least. To the point that we're told that, um, that inside of Reed's suit, it's like 45 degrees Celsius, which I'm that pretty thought. sure will kill you. Um, well, a prolonged exposure definitely would, yeah. Yeah, like that's that's very, very hot. Well, and that's right? why you Reed know. passed out, right? Like he, he ended up passing out at the end of it. You know, like uh, he does, and he has to be taken off to sick bay. So, like. But Reed was also closer to the explosion most of the time. Yes, he was a little closer. So he was closer. So I guess that kind of makes sense. But. He has to cut, he has to stay kind of where he is to cut this open. And but like, like hey. NASA has liquid cooled suits. Like all all of their suits are liquid cooled. 
So you would think this would have some sort of advanced, you know, maybe like, you know, thermal compound or something like that. Well, they said like the suit couldn't like... keep up. The, the suit couldn't keep up oh, with this the kind suit. of plasma oh, Okay, fire. well, that makes sense then. Yeah. So, and they're, and so they're, they're opening, they're, when he finally gets the panel off, yeah, and he let's just let it float away. Yeah, you're going to need that later. But, you know, whatever. Um, I did like the look of the nacelle, though. The way that they did the nacelle and with the CG. It's even animated. Like, it actually is moving, like, spinning around, kind of like in the original series. Yeah, with the so Rams. I, the I like original series that. was I, I saw that, too. Yeah, I, I love that. That looked good. Uh, yeah, this, I, I this really was... do like Reed. Like, everything about Reed, I still don't like him. He's my least favorite character. Nah, Reed's an ass. He's the martyr that has to, like, I'll do the most dangerous job there is. Right. captain which is funny because in real life like i watch their shuttle pod uh the podcast that they do and he's actually quite funny uh I'm but sure in this show he just he was, was so character. written so badly yeah oh, his character. yeah he's so he's too self self-sacrificing to to an annoying level um you know they're like how about you take a break from the fire and cool down he's like no i have to do this you know so and Malcolm, uh, keep it, sorry, uh, Trip, I'll come over, step away. I'll come over and finish the job. I'll, how about we trade no. places? No, no, this is I'm the one to do this. He's like, he's got something to prove. Always got something to prove. Yeah. Uh, the point where he's like almost passing out here, and then they finally they get it. They get the, and the fire goes out, and uh, all is well. But but now uh, I think yeah, Reed is passed out. He's unconscious at this point. Yeah. Um, and so I guess uh, Trip had to just drag him back. In yeah, why bother? Just leave him out there, or just transport him in. Well, you can but they're like too, they have to get the, 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 uh, the transporters thing. are probably down. Probably more guess, work yeah. for the doctor. So they they meet flocks meets them in the airlock, and they you know we see all He's the like the we got to get him cooled down. Yeah. Get him cooled down, and then he yeah, and then trips like but but you like this Degra, you know, and he starts going off at Degra again. Yeah, he's just shooting the <laughs> shit with Degra again. And and, uh, and and Archer gets all like. Then Archer so finally cool. like tells guys, him off. I gotta ask you guys, what do you what do you think of this trip? Like you know, spouting off in front of Degra all the time. Well, it's out of character, but I also think that's the fatigue and you know the situation that's all not helping either, right? So, but well, he's found the person responsible for his sister's death. Of course, he's going to be angry. Yeah. Right. Well, Archer's having none of it. <laughs> so. Yeah, pull yourself together, Trip. Pull yourself together. I'm surprised he didn't slap him. Like I think here, though, Degra like turns to Archer and tells him, like, it's okay. I oh yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the (laughs) that's the thing I like about Degra's character. Like when we first saw Degra, we're like, oh, he's just another lackey, you know, whatever. And then it's like they've really grown his character. I actually think his character is very unique. I like it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I find like this is working, but you know, um, Degra in three episodes is way more interesting than Reed in the entire series. That's not her. Um, <laughs> Adam's like, yeah, true. <laughs> so this is the scene we were talking about earlier with Degra and Archer in the command center, where they're talking about the spheres, and uh, he's kind of apologizing for Trip, and he's, you know. And, and the fact 59, 59 spheres actually 78 I think yeah there's actually 78 spheres. yeah <laughs> that's what yeah, we've we... counted anyway right oh okay so there's they're they're, they're sharing information they're mutual they're, information they're learning yeah. to trust which each I, other which i think is know. cool yeah 
right? I like you how know, they did it this way, yeah. Even though they they did spend all that time in that fake simulation together, you know, um, and which Degrick did call out, by the way. Yeah, know? he's like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, I guess racing your memory wasn't the best way to build trust, but uh, <laughs> it was a uh, you know war espionage and all that. Um, yeah, and the, might have been the were... best way to build trust. You just needed to erase more of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to raise meeting the sphere builders in the first place. Uh, <laughs> you go back that far. Well, and this start. is the first time Degra has actually seen what's inside, right? And right. Degra is like, wow. You know, this like, is pretty cool. Wait a second. You guys can do oh, this shit. So this is the scene where he says that, then I think. Yeah. 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 Um, so you're, you're referring to the scene, you know, we'll, you know, we were explorers once. Well, you know, hopefully you'll be you'll be that again, you know, type yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully this ship can be an exploratory vessel again. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, that's a good shot right there, Dave, because I think you see what go back. Like Archer actually really sad that you know they've come this far and yeah, he actually has kind of a sad face going on there. I didn't ever notice that. He's like, it's impressive. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we used to be explorers. And uh, that was the the speech he gave when he thought he was gonna die, like a few episodes ago. He's like, when 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 this is over, I want you guys to get back to being explorers, you know. So yeah, that's definitely on their mind. But they really um, I hate the fact that I'm liking Archer right now. They, they were only explorers for a couple of weeks. Well, a couple of years more, like a couple two seasons. No, um, well, that's true. They were yeah, but that two seasons only stretches, I think, six months or something. Yeah, because they went back after a year. After them, you had like a lot of. Uh, so they picked up the Makos and then they went to the expanse. Well, I can tell you more precisely. So yeah, April twenty one fifty one is when it starts. We are now up to twenty one fifty four, so we're three years later. Oh, okay. So, um, and they've been in the expanse now for 10 months. So they were out for two years. Yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, they, also, they were like going to war with, well, not war, but they, you know, they were antagonizing the Vulcans all the time. They were getting into it with the Vulcans and the Andorians before that. Yeah. And the, they met the Romulans once and the, the Klingons don't like them very well, much. Well, I have good news uh, for you for season four. <laughs> yeah. They're antagonizing a lot of species in season four. <laughs> Guys, we just, we have to remember Trip once caught a big fish. It's true. It's he did. Let's not forget big fish that. Uh, Is this the final scene or near the final where he's given? He's writing the letter to. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's trying, trying again. again. He's trying. He's trying, again. trying to write the letter to uh, to the woman's family, and you know he keeps starting. Oh, he he deletes it and 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 throws it away. He's um, trying to be like you know very military and you know you know dear Mister Mrs whoever you know. I regret to inform you rather than, and then when he actually gets to the whole composing, when he puts his heart into it, it, it changes the way it's delivered and how I think <clears throat> he, that was a great scene too. Cause I think, you know, I, finally I think how they ended this episode is probably one of the better endings in Star Trek. I, I think they did a really good job with it. I thought it was, it, it portrayed the right amount of emotion. Uh, so I liked it. Yeah. Back to the, I guess, Archer and Zindi on the bridge because um, the Zindi reptilians show up. And now, you know, well, Ar Reed does tell he goes reptilians. But I think, I guess for us watching every week, we're kind of like, yeah, we know that's a Zindi reptilian. We know who that is. But Stupid Reed. Yeah, he's like, I was very hot a little while ago and then I had some electrolytes and I'm fine now. Um, oh, that's so a good point. He, he was like completely dehydrated you think he wouldn't be in this scene but he yeah why why are you there <laughs> <laughs> that's a so, good point i never thought right. of that 
Because this is only a couple minutes after. Like, this is not like this is maybe like a half an hour after. Locks is a good dehydrator. If Locks gives him like, yeah, he's back in business. He's back. I gave him the IV. Gave him a hypo spray, a Gatorade. Tell him move on. Locks sent him to bed. He was good. Yeah, he's like four minutes. Down eighteen people. Yeah, they're down. No time for this. No time for sleeping. Just get to work. You got Seth MacFarlane on set. Use him. You know? He's kind of yeah. useless, I hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Degra's like, we can't, we can't, because uh, they're like, hey, can you help us fight the Zindi reptilian ship? And Degra's like, we can't do that. They are our we fellow want me to Zindi. fire on our own people. Yeah. And 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 Enterprise, like Archer and them, they just wanted to disable them, right? And, like later on, Degra's like, no, we're gonna just gonna kill them. Yeah, like, it's, I, I, that scene though, know, when when, when Degra says that, well, but when Degra says that, I was actually seeing like. Archer sort of understanding. No, you, I guess you can't. You can't. Like, yeah, right. Well, we're asking you to do a lot here, you know? Yeah. Well, so they and go. Just so, as Archer, it looks like Archer's going to back down. Degra kind of agrees and he tells him. And, right. And, uh, back here, we have this other Zindi reptilian talking to the Zindi arboreal dude. Uh, you know, get Degra off that ship and we're taking these humans back. And you guys are in big, big trouble with the Zindi council. You know, don't you are you are been some bad Zindi, um, and they're like, get ready to get out of here. And so a boreal guy calls up Degra, kind of gives him the the news, tells him you gotta get out of there. Um, I think this is maybe where they're like, you need to help us attack, and this is where he doesn't really want to, you know. But they have to convince him, and he's like, well, I guess I could, but I, you know. Um, so he goes back to the ship. They they undock, and then they call up reptilian dude who's like yeah well we're going to be taking you home now and don't you be messing around anymore zindi reptilian man out and they're like okay well looks like we're it's on and uh they attack and the fight starts so even though this this zindi like the dagger ship is very very small like i guess it's it's a match there for this bigger reptilian ship well um, he said well, he once designed the no power weapon. systems yeah he designed the power systems. Yeah, because so. because Dagger also helped design the ship, so he knows where yeah, the vulnerabilities are. He knows where are. the vulnerabilities are. Because yeah. no, this wouldn't be a fair fight normally, but because of this, the tactical advantages they can. We see our, our Enterprise is still able to fire a couple torpedoes, and they which they do, and then they start taking some more shots until eventually the uh, reptilian ship is disabled. Here's more Archer over Mayweather's shoulder. Um, He's like, so it. I need you to go straight. Can you fly the ship, please? Um, and then, yeah, they're going back and forth. Lots of weapons fire until finally, yeah, we see here that that uh, the uh, Degra destroys them outright. Boom! And then uh, Twelve's like, yeah, that was a bit of a surprise that that scene, like that he yeah. went that far. Yeah, like, but it kind of makes makes sense in the grand scale, though, because if it gets back to the council, then you know, is, what's their next move? They're, aren't they planning to go to the council? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was a little like unclear. Uh, yes, with... they're going to the yes. So this, they, I think they the mentioned this. He says the council is like twelve days away or whatever, but they have a way to get there in three. Right. Okay. Oh yes, that's right. Yep. And the Zindi wanted to just tow the Enterprise back or whatever and take over, basically. Yeah. Anyway. So they're like, well, we had to blow them up. They were to told the, the the reptilians, and we would have had much bigger problems. This scene is awesome when he asks him why and Degra says I had to you see it on Archer's face that he knows like he 
it, it goes back to the, last the trust episode, the trust right? is happening yeah no no, no but yeah. it went back to last it episode went... like archer is like yeah i know what it's like to have to do yeah what i don't want to do right like when archer destroyed that base on the moon or when he uh stole the yeah. warp coil or these other things he's the you know things he's he's losing uh touch with his morality you know yeah so he's he's not liking himself too much lately you know yeah no like and what they have to you do. think i mean he, what he's what, yeah what he's done but also he's now lost 18 crew members he's yeah. he's not in a good place but i still think he's keeping it together like he's still got as, the as best he can on. yeah yeah he's still yeah. fit for duty i'd say still captain um, yeah yeah uh, but it's easy to understand how a captain can easily go off the rails. So we've seen plenty more of those. Fit for duty now than he was when he left. That's why they all end up becoming bad morals. Yeah, bad morals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he kind of. So there's kind of like at, at the end here, like with Degra, it's like okay, now now they're they're like um, De Degra's picked a side. He's fired on the Zindi here, you know, and he's he's actively working. He's defected effectively now, right? So and the Arboreal too, right? Like, and the Arboreal guy too. He's complicit. Yeah. So. You know, they're 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 working together. This is the there's a partnership here, I think, through this fight that's phased, uh, forged. And then um, the final scene here, I think, well, it's is it the second last scene here with T'Pol and and Trip while he's fixing stuff, and she brings these power converters from the Zindi, and he doesn't want them. Yeah, and he loses he, his shit on her. He's like, I don't want these stupid Zindi power converters. You can take them, and he kicks them across the room, and she just it seems like a bad idea for a power converter. Yeah, he's he's not happy. He doesn't want their Zindi trash. And you know, and then he just like he's she's like, What's up? And he starts crying, he starts breaking down, telling how he envies the Vulcan so they can suppress their emotions. She's like, Oh, you don't even know. I can't even suppress them anymore. I'm on Trillium D. Uh, but he doesn't know. You know, and so she kind of like comforts. Do you, think they, do you think they went back to his room or something after this and then like, you know, maybe like watch beaches or something? No. I don't no. think so. Um ate some Hagendoss movie night. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I like this. I like. I like his performance. Jerry's. I thought. I, I thought Connor Trenier were very good here. Um, yeah. And, and, and uh, deserves some credit. And uh, the 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 more I watch the series with you guys, the more I realize that the players that are in this show, there's a lot of good acting in the show. Yeah. There uh, is more than I thought there was. Yeah. Like the guy, he did a great job of showing the breaking point. He, he's he's yeah. that, he's he's exhausted. He, his you know, again, yeah, he's, he's done. He's he's just he's, yeah, he's gassed. He, he's just yeah. done. Yeah, like they all are to varying degrees. But like I think, yeah, trip, trip, and Archer. Well, it's more and, pressure on those two though, because those two really are the keys to the ship, right? Like, you know, your head, your main engineer, you know, has a ship that's literally Swiss cheese, and you have, you know, a captain who's got a really bunch of difficult decisions he's got to make, you know, including stealing from people and. Various other things. I feel like that's kind of why they wrote this Trillium D thing here for T'Pol because I feel like she would just. She needed like, something. She yeah. needed something to be bought, but because otherwise, I don't think it would work. Where the rest of the crew is like clearly in trauma and she's just like, I'm a stoic Vulcan. Why don't you yeah. just meditate more or whatever? You know, I good decision on their part. But she hasn't really been in the, in these last few episodes. She's been sort of a real like, C player, even like behind the yeah. scenes. Not last episode. Well, last episode she was really in it. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Episode before, yeah. I can see what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then Degra and Archer talking about where they're going to meet up in three days, and um, you know, a little bit of the aftermath, their plan moving forward. I don't remember if anything else of substance came up here. Um, 
Not really. Just, Nothing. Not really. Basically, just saying the exact same thing. Slowing again. to a stop, like most of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a handshake here. Yeah. Woo! They're working together. See you in three days. Three days. Three days. Three days. Okay. See ya. And then they leave. Uh, and then finally, Trip's able to finish the letter. You know, uh, which he writes, and it's more honest, and it's what you know, less um, procedural. What he should have done from the beginning. Yeah. Which he dictates, and I, you know, I thought it was good, very good scene. Again, Conchineer deserves a lot of credit for this episode. I think it's one of his he had best. A clearer there. head after some sleep. Yeah, I have some clear head, and then he puts down the pad and or the because he's talking to this picture, so he's kind of talking about his sister while he's talking about her. You know, the, the engineer who died. Um, and there's kind of like he, it's also him working through his grief and loss and dealing with all of it. You know, but um, I think that's why we got so much head time with the person that he's talking about because when we see this picture, we're like, oh, he's talking about his sister, actually. Right. You know, so it's kind but of yeah, nice. You know what else, guys? I, I think that, you know, when you hear the number of 7 million people got killed and you go, that's really terrible. Uh, or any tragedy that you hear about. But until you personalize it with somebody that may have been in the event, you can see how that becomes such more important to yeah. you anyway. Yeah. Well, you, you just know? think about like 9-11, how many people were affected by that. And then times it by a million or a hundred thousand, I suppose, you know, so it's, yeah, but, but, uh, but again, you know, for people who don't know anybody in the event, it's, it's a tragedy. It's not great. Um, but when you know of something, like it's even today, like I know three people that were evacuated. It makes it more personal and where people are absolutely. You know, involved that, you know, and in this case, you know, he's got no relationship with the other 6,999,999, but it's his sister. But that one is the reason why he's running around. Yeah. Yeah. How about some fun facts? Um, before you go, I, I sort of move on to that. I just wanted to read that that quote because I think it's pretty cool. The scans are remarkably detailed for a military vessel. And then Archer comes back. Enterprise was designed to be a ship of exploration. And then and this is cool. Dagger goes, if we're successful, it will be again. You yeah. Know? And that was, yeah. you know, three quarters of the way in the episode. I, you know, so Very at this cool. point, I think there's a realization that they are now working together we got to solve the problem yeah yeah and do the damage that's already or and, and prevent any more uh suffering so yeah like they're 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 pals now and yeah. maybe was it too easy for archer maybe but you know it's okay um all right the so point. the jody you got anything you want to start we're good this okay. is you buddy all, all right, right sorry fun facts with adam <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, all right. So the writing of this episode was a collaborative effort between uh, co-writer David Goodman, and he said about this outing, I, I know that I'm not given the credit for writing one of the best episodes of Star Trek. It was a real co collaboration with Chris Black. We split the script up, and we helped each other. Writing the script with him elevated the episode for me, and this was a true one-on-one -on -one collaboration of a very gifted writer who was also very confident in understanding the rules uh, were for writing Star Trek Enterprise. And I, I think we all agree we're going to pretty score score this one pretty high. Uh, the photograph of Tucker's sister was a photo of, of the actress portray, portraying her standing on a terrace uh, on the Paramount pitch, Pictures lot. I don't know if you want to bring that up again, but you can't um, see too much of it. This, yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter, Dave. Okay. At the beginning, Archer holds a memorial, memorial speech for the 18 lost comrades. But in the previous battle, only 17 are lost. 14 counted dead and three unaccounted for. Though one more could have died from injuries sustained. 
The 18th could also refer to Kareem Kruman Fuller, who was killed in the uh, episode Anomaly. For the 18th. The 18th. Archer addresses uh, address uh, sorry address to the crew is reminiscent of Kirk's address to the crew in uh, motion picture. Interesting, I didn't just read that. And uh, the attack on the reptilian ship is referenced in the Council when Dalum confronts Degra. I was just thinking too, like um, that. Sorry, go ahead. I, no, no, go ahead. Uh, well, All just right, like I'll, you know I'll how you you, you were saying about. Sorry, you were saying just how like there's more disconnection when you when you know like the victims or the people killed or whatever like that, and I just like I couldn't help but think about these 18 anonymous crewmen who were not really shown to us, and now you know they're just names, right? Like, but we they could have killing off these these 18 or even, or even showing us maybe more of them. We get a little bit of in that this episode in her ghost in the dream, but I think you could even take it further. Kill off Seth MacFarlane. Let's do it. We we saw we saw he wasn't very good. <laughs> what, what an honor it would have been for him to be killed in a Star Trek episode. He would have been a great honor as a red shirt. Yeah, um, I, I I think for me, Walking Dead was the first show that really started killing main members off like right away. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like a game with them. Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, I think. Game, of, yeah, Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, but Walking Dead was first. Yeah. So. All right. Seth MacFarlane had a brief cameo as engineer technician in this episode. MacFarlane was an avid fan of Star Wars and Star Trek and has several ties to Star Trek Next Generation, uh, his favorite Star Trek franchise. He is a distant cousin of Denise Crosby. Crosby. His series oh. American Dad regularly uh, features the voice of Patrick Stewart. Yes. And many other Next Generation characters have been featured in his animated series Family Guy. He's related uh, to the Crosby family? Interesting. Uh, distant. I, you know, I think distant. Yeah, that's that would be interesting to see how distant. Uh, the episode was directed by another um, next generation al alumni, uh, Lavar Burton. And then we all know McFarland went on to create the series. Uh, start. Uh, sorry, paying homage to Star Trek: The Orville. Great show. Great. Don't show. let anyone tell you otherwise. I, I'm totally with you. I, I like it better than Star Wars in some cases. Yeah. So it's very. Oh, good. I definitely like it better than Star Wars. Yeah. But well, uh, comparing it to some of the modern Star Wars series is not very fair. Okay. This episode was <laughs> the 700th ever released in the history of the franchise, in count, in, including all the movies. For the 700. For the 700. Uh, and uh, it takes place in 2154. And that's it for today. All right. Well, thank you. Let's get into our ratings. So and... I quickly looked it up. I was wrong. This is the first episode that McFarlane shows up in. He shows up in one more episode in the fourth uh, season, which happens to be the episode with the Orion women. So that but was he in a movie as well? Uh, it might have been. I don't know. Anyway. The Forgotten. Jody, what's your rating? You know what? I'm going to stay consistent. Nine. Nine. Adam? I really like this one. I, I think the only thing that annoyed me was, was Reed, and I can push that aside. So nine and a half. I have I'm with you. I'm going 9.6. Kevin? You guys are just too harsh. It's another 10. Yeah. <laughs> all this emotional, all these great performances. Fuck, you guys, their ship is uh, is all damaged. You guys love that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do. I, I, think the only, like, I think the only thing this is missing for me is like, 
you know, like when Daniel showed up and like a Zadi prime or something like that's really moving the story along or some big revelation or something. I think like, that's the no, only thing that's didn't need it. This. Yeah. I don't need it, but I think to make so, it more ep epic, I would, want I, I jump on jammers reviews. I'm not from known if you guys are familiar with that or not. Jammer basically reviews every single episode of star Trek ever. Uh, but there's in his comment section, there's one guy by the name of Chris and he says, uh, that this trip, this trilogy ending with this episode is among the best two hours of star Trek in any of its incarnations, story pacing direction and acting were all superb trip breaking down into Paul com uh, comforting him uh, affected me so much. It, it affected me more than any other moment in Star Trek. So that was, yeah, like, I don't disagree. Like it's, it's, it. it's one of the better emotional vulnerabilities. And I think uh, like, you know, it's, 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 you don't see like, we have some great yeah. actors in Star Trek, but this was pretty good. You know, mm -hmm. finally the Zindi arc arrives. Near yeah, the end of the 20 yeah. episodes later, we had to go to Cowboy World first, though, and trade harmonicas <laughs> for horses and whatever else. But, you know, well, it's um, actually funny that you should mention that because the next the next line in his review is a vindication for the decision to devote pretty much a whole season to the Zindi arc. <laughs> but they but like didn't. the Zindi no. arc is like 10 episodes. Yeah, well, like Zindi, the Zindi arc realistically is all this season, but there's so little mention of it in some of the episodes that yeah. like it barely reflects it at all. Like yeah, other than like, well, we're on our way there. Yeah, we're on our way, way there, but we're going to cowboy country first. We got a cowboy planet, or we got to mess around with these religious zealot people, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah and, exactly. Uh, so, um, okay, and Sam's giving this a nine. Thank you, Sam. You watch Babylon Five. I'm Good sorry. for you. You can be a babbler with us. Yeah. I'll tell you what, whenever Dave does his uh, show, maybe he'll have you on for that. Sam's asking, have you ever seen The Seventh Rule? I have seen The Seventh Rule. That's the um, Sarah Lofton, Jake Sisko. Uh, Jake Go. Yeah. Uh, his podcast uh, that he originally started with Aaron Eisenberg before he passed away. Um, and Denise Crosby was recently on it. I watched one with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I saw when he was on the shuttle pod. Um, but I haven't seen it past that. Anyway, next episode, guys. Yes. E, e squared. E squared. Uh, which is actually a pretty neat episode. I kind of like it. Uh, this is an accident during the attempt to use a Zindi subspace corridor places the Enterprise in a bizarre confrontation with itself. Which is kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. What happens? So basically, well, without spoiling it, you'll, you'll get to watch it next week anyway. Uh, but Basically, they go through the, the subspace corridor thing, but it screws up. And then when they get out, another ship starts appro approaching them. And they think it's actually the sister ship, but it's not. It's actually Enterprise. Oh, I know this episode. Yes. Yeah. I have a problem with this episode. I'll tell you next week. But, well, um, you can tell us next week. Yeah. I have a problem going into it. Just let you know. Just full disclosure. <laughs> okay. Mostly because I feel like it's a ripoff of another Star Trek episode. Well... Yeah. They all are. They all are. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I was waiting for Kevin. That's true, though. Yeah. Some of the some of the best TNG episodes were reconceptual versions of you know it, uh, you know, uh, original series episodes. So, oh, they only had one thing to work with then. You know. Yeah. I'm now they got like a, a a vast amount. At least there was they... thirty years between Next Gen and and um, original series. Oh, this was like. Down. This was like four years after. Anyway, okay. So you settle down. Yeah. I, I'm settled. Settle down, Dave. <laughs> You're getting I'm all set. nuts. 
I'm settled. I'll get off my soapbox. (laughs) Speaking of soapboxes, we got a lot of cool things on this uh, channel. We sure do. Um, That was a terrible segue, but anyway. It's we got soapboxes. Uh, live long and podcast. If you want to hear Dave bitch about other things, we have so many we other got stuff. We have so much uniforms. in our catalog. <laughs> the uniforms, mostly yeah, uniforms, mostly <laughs> uniforms. Guys, I have to talk about the Star Trek Strange New Worlds uniforms. We saw the oh. dress uniforms for season two. Okay, I know how everybody's excited about this. I think this is such a stupid fucking idea. Having these two in real action, real. Uh, you know, real life. Oh, and you know what the cro- the crossover coming Strange up? New Worlds. I think that's Star Trek Strange New Worlds starting June fifteenth, and we're going to be covering it here on the channel. The new episodes that come out. We know that there's a crossover with the cartoon Star Trek Lower Decks. Boimler and Mariner Absolutely coming over. Needed. Uh, it's it's cool. It's why you know, do we need to do a crossover with one of the best Star Trek episodes, like a uh, series that have come over in the last t- ten years? Like what, Lower Decks. No. Strange oh. New Worlds. Like, why are you fucking with that formula? Just leave it alone. <laughs> Do no, what you're well, doing. Is, they're also different time periods. So this is time travel plus coming yes, out of a cartoon. I, and stuff, don't need but, it. You know, whatever. But well, it might, be, it might surprise you. Who knows? But anyway, yeah. Jack trailer Quaid, looked great. Jack Quaid and Tawny Newsom are coming to play their, their cartoon counterparts in live action. And this new season coming up. We just finished up Star Trek Picard a couple months ago. We just we covered every episode of that. You can go and check those out. We Was have a month our, ago at this point? I guess. Um, and then Deep Space Nine. Uh, we just finished season six. We're gonna be on hiatus for a little bit till we pick up season seven. But uh, we got we're most we're mostly done. You know, we got twenty six episodes left of that show. But uh, I don't hate Lower Decks. I just don't think you need to screw with something that's working fine. There's no reason to do a crossover. Well, it might make it even better. It might screw no, it in a good it's way. It's going to make it worse. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> it might screw it in a good way. <laughs> There's going to be good screws and bad screws. You know? No, it's... that's true. <laughs> I wouldn't disagree with them on that one. That's what I'll ask you when we cover that episode. Jody, did this screw with this in a good way or a bad way? Um... <laughs> How did this screw you? Good or bad? Yeah. If yeah. this is just one of those things where like it just happens and it's like a quick little thing and it's over, I'm good. If they do an entire episode with those two on the ship and a whole slew of things going on, such a waste of time. Well, like, we'll see. We're, we covered it all here. already. You don't need to screw with it. So ch- check that out. And Lower Decks also... is good too. Just don't, you don't need to mix them. They, they already made it, Jody. It's going to happen. So I know it sucks. Uh... <laughs> it's a... Uh... I was angry. I'm going to tell you right now. I was angry. You you could be. I was like Dave on a soap ops, Agra. Shut up, Davin. I don't need your damn stuff in here. I knew Davin would show up. He's giving his compliments. Oh, okay. I thought he was bitching about uh, (laughs) my comment there. He might be. He might be working on that next. Okay. Uh, we're part of United Federation of Podcasts. Live Long and Podcast is uh, a network of great podcasts with all kinds of great podcasters like Davin, like Andre, like Murphy, like ourselves. Um, they got all kinds of shows like X-Rated every Tuesday, X-Men the Animated Series with Davin. Hey, he's got a voice actor. He's got uh, the voice of Cable coming on tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Uh, the Graphic Histories Podcast with Andre where he interviews all kinds of uh, people from film, entertainment, comic books. He's trying to get Jamil on the show, but Jamil's hard to pin down. 
Uh, well, so, we can barely get Jamil to show up for the stuff that we we already have planned with him. Yeah, the Hellbound podcast on Wednesdays. Michael Chan, Alex Blackburn, horror themed. Uh, Super Mater Brothers podcasting. To talk about. We just finished up Survivor Forty Four, Big Brother Canada Eleven, and uh, Big Brother USA Twenty Five. Doesn't start till August. Isn't that great? Um, the Mary Meter. Marvel Society, uh, where we cover the MCU stuff. Most recently, the Guardians of the Galaxy. And we got Hold Up, a movie podcast with Davin and, and Murphy every second Wednesday. Aiming on Track, a music podcast where he talks about albums with a guest. I, I, um, I'm telling you right now, I didn't think Aiming show was going to be all that interesting. But the more I watch it, the more I'm like, wow. This I'm, is I'm, cool. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm also I think a he's creator. doing a good job. Yeah, he, he, so uh, he's trying to get, again, he's trying to get Jamil on the no, good luck. one to pin good down. Luck. You uh, should get Kevin, though. Yeah, Kevin. I don't have that. a lot of thoughts on music. I know. That's why I thought it'd be funny. It'd <laughs> be good. I've uh, known you for how many years, Kevin? I don't think we've ever really talked about music. No. No. Uh, we, got, we did a little bit on Trivial Debates and stuff. Anyway. True. But thanks for being with us tonight. Thank you. Great podcast, everyone. Thanks to Adam. Thanks to Kevin. Thanks to Jody. Thanks to Sam in the comments and Davin. And Jody's a Karen now, apparently. Um, well, if it isn't you, Dave, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody's got to be it. And uh, on I'm that okay note, we'll go out on the on the the, the, the thing I uh, the speech I pulled uh, from the beginning of the episode. We'll see you next time. Live long and podcast. We came into the expanse not knowing what we'd find with no one to rely on but ourselves. We're going to succeed to accomplish our mission for everyone on Earth who's relying on us for the 18th.